This is Together 24-7, episode 33. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Well, welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am the co-host, Barry Cohen. I'm the other co-host, Catherine Cohen. Do you like how I did that? Yeah. I didn't do anything funny or snappy, or that, I just that's, I'm the that's co-host. That's because you... Yesterday, we were recording this the day after Thanksgiving. And I'm really tired. You worked your tail off. You uh, you smoked that turkey. Literally smoked well, the turkey. Well, I didn't. The turkey was smoked. Was smoked, yes. I can't smoke a turkey. You it's just too big. A, yeah, it's too big. And it then, hurts my lungs. And then we had people over. And Lots, like your parents. How are you doing with that one? Yeah, I'm doing really well. You don't sound like you're doing well. I'm not. I drank too much coffee toward the end of the evening, and then I couldn't sleep. Okay. So here we are. As long as you don't have the Cohen twitch. Not yet. Not yet. Give them bit. time. They're only here a few days. They're only here a few days. <laughs> we got them for another week. Now that we're done babbling, That's Catherine, right. tell us why we're here. Um, we're here to record an episode of Together 24-7. With whom? Podcast. Today we've got Heather and Jay Bodie. And Heather and Jay are out of Pensacola, Florida. Their company is HCO Photos. So they are, they are photographers. Yep. Yeah. I, I got that from the, from the name of the company. Well, I just, you know, making sure that everybody else, because they could sell photos. True. You know, but then you usually do your own photos if you sell those photos. So Heather um, is originally from Seattle, Washington. She loves the arts. She's an avid reader, writer, and movie fanatic. Heather, what kind of movies do you like? Oh, gosh. Um, Depends on my mood. I kind of like them all. Yeah. Do you have your pre-tickets for Star Wars? That's all we can Not yet, but I will. Okay, whatever. (laughs) We could just end this interview now. Yeah, right? (laughs) She loves adventure and meeting new people. Jay is uh, currently active duty in the Navy. He's been active for the last six years, so basically came out of college and and went right into the uh, service. Your father was... Navy. If if your father knew this, he'd like he'd end, come you know, in. He'd take over the he'd interview. Take over the interview. So another Navy man. Another Navy man. And by the way, Jay, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I enjoy it. So very good. So you're currently recording a podcast called Overcome and Run, and that should launch in January. When did you start recording it? Uh, as a matter of fact, I just recorded uh, my episode zero about 20 minutes ago. Um, I have a pretty lofty goal of having it out in uh, January, but. Um, I have a lot of free time coming up, so I should have uh, plenty of time to record. I'm going to do some batch editing, and hopefully that'll that'll help me get it out on time. It's not a lofty goal. It's not a lofty goal. Not at all. You, you have five weeks. You got five weeks. Yeah, we did it. And depending six. when you do it in January, you might that's actually right. have eight weeks. So that's true. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Right. That's kind of why I left that that deadline kind of open. You know, January. It's a yeah. It's, it's, broad... it's not. It's not like you're busy defending the country or anything right, like right. that. There's... Well, you know, I mean, got things to do. <laughs> 
So you guys have been together for four years, married for two mm-hmm. years, if we did the math right on your bio here, and that's when you got involved with photography. Now you've had, Jay, you've had prior businesses or a prior business, so you offered your business skills over to Heather and uh, and have been acting as the second photographer and assistant and something else and that got cut off. I don't know how. You did bad editing on this. <laughs> I do uh, I do all the, the, the kind of the business admin stuff. I'm actually... Uh, Finishing up college right now to be an accountant, so I think I lend my services best that way. Now, see, your father has a new best friend. That's right. <laughs> Not my, only was he a Navy man, but he's, 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 he's been a CPA forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's the plan uh, in my upcoming future. So Very good. Very good. So, when Heather, it was you that started the company. You were going for your BA in communications, and you enjoyed photography. It was more than a hobby. You shot your first paid wedding, and you were hooked. So, guys, tell us a little bit more about... Um, you know, about your business and how you got involved in, um, in photography and, and Jay, what made you decide to kind of come into business with Heather? Well, that was actually kind of a need based situation, honestly. So she was always a photographer ever since I've known her. And, um, what, right before we got married, I moved down here to Pensacola. We're both, you know, again, from the Seattle area. And, uh, once we got here, um, she didn't have a second shooter and that's a pretty common, uh, thing that she would need, you know, a second photographer to help her out. And so once she got here, it was just kind of cheaper and just more economic. You know, I had a history, um, uh, doing a little photography for a hobby kind of thing. And she, um, she taught me what I needed to know. And then we were off and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Jay is, is the grunt labor is the cheap labor. Yes. Jay is the grunt <laughs> I, labor. I, I got that too. I you got that I got, too. Oh yeah. Okay. I picked up on that right away. Yeah. All right. I'm okay with that. You're but okay honestly, with Honestly, having him as a second shooter has been immensely helpful because um, he he connects with the grooms sometimes even better than I connect with the brides. He is just really, really helpful because I send him off with the guys in the morning and I'm with the girls. And um, not only does he grab the shots I need, he really kind of connects with the groom and makes him more comfortable and just kind of helps the whole day progress. So he's actually... In addition to cheap labor, which is nice, um, he's actually very helpful. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Because bad cheap labor is just useless. Yeah, exactly. And, and the most important thing, I don't know how it is in Florida, but here in Arizona, it's a community property state. So, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it doesn't matter who the, who the grunt labor is or who the, the uh, primary photographer is in your case. Mm-hmm. It's the same bank account. doesn't matter. It all yep. goes to the same place, which is the wife. That's true. <laughs> that is a true statement. That's that's very true. So, how did you guys figure out that you could do this and not kill each other? I mean, you know, ha, ha, what what made you decide that this might be a good idea and would not be detrimental to your marriage? Um, gosh, it, it was kind of just natural. Yeah, um, I you know when she would go shoot weddings before you know when we were engaged or dating and whatever. I just wouldn't see her for the entire day. And, and then when we came down here, you know, we were kind of trying to treasure the time we have where I wasn't being deployed. And so I really just wanted to see her work and wanted to be around her. And so it, I thought, you know, hey, we'll we'll give it a shot. And uh, yeah. after the first one, it was just, it clicked really well. And, uh, you know, I think it was better for her because, you know, she could send me to go get her dinner and stuff like that. And I don't think she can send that with a normal second shooter. So yeah. um, it, it just worked out really well. Yeah. And, um, we, as far as the actual day of for shooting weddings, we're not side by side the entire day. And I just, I like that I can trust him to get what I need and I can 
have a thousand things in my head and try to communicate and I'm not communicating very well, but he kind of already understands what I'm trying to say. So he's able to sort of read my mind in a sense. The so, shorthand. Yeah, exactly. And that's, it's so helpful that it's, you know, I don't never, I never really get irritated. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's only two years. It's only, yeah. It's <laughs> that's what everyone says. That's true. It's only, it's only two years. He'll piss you off at some point. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to go back to something, um, Heather, that you said about Jay, and that is that he makes the grooms feel relaxed and connects with them. So, Jay, do you make the grooms feel like it's their day, too, instead of them just being a piece of eye candy for the bride? I try to, yeah. And, and ultimately, I just try to, you know, I talk to the. well, let me rephrase that. I try to talk to them like they're my friends, essentially. I never go in there and try to steal the show or be the photographer pushing people out of the way or whatever it is, right? I try to make them feel comfortable because, you know, the bride, she expects the photos. She expects to be kind of put in front of everybody, but the groom is ultimately just really uncomfortable most wedding days. And so I just try to go in there and treat them like we're buddies hanging out, and I just happen to be taking pictures while we're hanging out. And uh, I think that that lends itself to making them feel pretty comfortable. And then on top of that, you know, I... Guys just get along easy sometimes. You know, just, again, we're just like buddies hanging out, so it, it makes it makes it fun. And, and Heather, like bridezillas, have you had any? No, I have been in, insanely thankful and lucky that I have not come across one yet. Excellent. What about groomzillas? No, no. So ah. far, like, and I'm not just saying this to you know be corny and PC, but I honestly have really enjoyed all of my couples so far. We Jay and I are both very laid back people. And so I think that's the kind of couples that we attract. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we've been really, really lucky thus far. So knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. I think, you, I think you definitely check because I think a, a bridezilla needs a certain kind of high strung person, mm-hmm. personality like she would be. So, yeah. So you don't attract them. And, and that's really good that, that you don't. Um, mm-hmm. Division of labor. Who does what? And how is that decided? Um, I honestly do most of the of the, the kind of heart, heart of the company work. Like I'll do most of the shooting. I'll do most of the editing just because I've, um, I've done photography for five years. And so, um, really it's, I mean, Jay is incredibly helpful, but it's mainly more my passion. Um, but he does a lot of the more business side because I'm the creative kind of artsy person. And sometimes the more business legalese escapes me. And so he, it's, oh my gosh, I can't even begin to describe how helpful it is to have Jay help me with taxes and accounting and, um, um, just expenses and planning things out and helping me make deadlines and, um, just basically more of the straightforward business stuff that I have struggled with. That's what he handles. And then I handle the more creative aspects of the business. Go ahead, Jay. You're 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 there, oh. ready to say something. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying we, uh, you know, I I also go to the meetings with the couples and and yeah. you know, so we we do a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, we we have our time apart mostly. Uh, every day, she sits in here in her office and does her editing, and you know, I'm out doing my own thing. But um, the the big part of what I really like to contribute is is you know helping her out on the day of and anything that we mm-hmm. can do together. I really try to get get yeah. that opportunity. So. He, yeah. And beyond just weddings, 
Um, so wedding days, he's my second shooter, but then the smaller shoots like engagement shoots or family shoots, smaller sessions like that, he's with me and he's helping just kind of, he's my assistant those days. He helps me hold things. He helps me change lenses. So he, yeah, anywhere, um, beyond editing at the computer, he's there and he's helping. She says assistant. It's more of like an alpaca's job. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have, the back, bit, yeah. I have the backpack, you know, and she's like, oh, no, don't worry about bringing seven extra coats. Jay will hold those, you know. And, <laughs> yeah, that's very and so true. That's, that's, that's pretty much my job. Yeah. Jay's the pack mule. Jay, yeah. is, the pa- Jay is the pack mule. And <laughs> yeah. how do you guys check up on each other? Did you Do you have a system where you make sure that these things don't fall through the cracks? Like, like the appointments and setting the appointments and making sure you get on them and how do you do that? How do you make sure certain things don't fall through the cracks? Just we write everything down. Um, so I um, and Jay, again, has been really good about keeping me organized. Um, we have a whiteboard in our office um, where we list everything. But then we also have um, I work with um, Apple and Mac everything. And so there, that calendar that syncs to all your devices, I put everything in that calendar with reminders and, uh, and then he is always good about asking me follow-ups. Like if I've, um, cause I'll tell him every time I get an inquiry or every time I set a meeting and then a couple days later he'll ask, Oh, so, Hey, did you email this person or did you get this meeting set? So he's sort of my system of checks and balances. Very cool. Very. So, so, so you, and, and I think this is important for our listeners having a system, whatever that system is not checking up in a sort of annoying, I keep saying it, but it's true, that annoying sort of motherly mother hen way, and instead making there be a central area for, you know, just let's check in on this and let's... Control freaks need not apply. Control (laughs) freaks need not apply to working with your spouse. So Mm -hmm. that's great that, you know, thanks for sharing that with our listeners. Mm -hmm. And I know you said that, you know... um, Heather, you said that Jay hasn't really done anything to get you upset yet. He hasn't gotten in the way. But has there been any entrepreneurial disagreements or fights that you guys have had since you've been working together? Mm, not real big things, just little things. Just just disagreements on maybe ways forward yeah. or things. Mostly it comes down to like what's a good expense and what's not a good expense. You know, being being the accountant type, you know, I'm, I'm constantly thinking – uh, bottom line, whereas as the artsy type, she's constantly thinking like, what can contribute to her skills or, or what makes us look better as photographers. And so, um, that, that's really the only disagreements we ever have. Yeah. So, so basically the three foot lens for the camera, (laughs) Heather, that's a good expense for you. Jay, that's a bad expense for you. Is that how that works? Yeah, it's it's that or trainings or uh, you know whatever it is yeah, and, and or software. Yeah, <laughs> so we constantly we, we, again we have a system for that where it's like all right we're gonna invest in one thing right now and not the seventy five things you want right now and uh, yeah. we work on you know one a month or what did it, whatever we set for um, the budget as of that so, moment. So there have mm-hmm. never been any. Just knock down, drag out fights. You know, a lot of people don't have knock down, drag out fights. But it makes for we, such a better podcast yeah, right than they do. We don't until you get to this point in the podcast, and then I take notes and make sure to, you know, afterwards. So yeah, I'll, there's I'll that. Do, well, we I'll could do it. Jay, can you make something up? <laughs> yes, I, I got one for you. So um, there was a uh, there was a, a photography retreat she wanted to go to oh, so yeah. bad, 
And it, it took me, honestly, I, until I really started listening to photography, or not to photography, listening to podcasts that made me think it was kind of a value-added situation. Because for the longest time, I just thought it was a bunch of girls getting together and have a party, you know, party week and talk about photography or whatever. And it, it I was so against the idea of it for so long. And, uh, you know, she so badly wanted to go. And it was, it was pretty expensive. And so it took... That one, that one definitely was one that took us a while to see eye to eye on. But finally, uh, finally, I listened to some podcasts who talked about similar <laughs> things with podcasting, and I was like, "Oh, I'd love to go to that for a podcast." And I was like, "Wait, <laughs> oh man, if I wanted to do that, I should probably let her do this, you know." And then yeah. uh, she went and had a great time, and it's been a value add to the business, so I can't really complain. And it, yeah. I'm sure it wasn't a bunch of girls sitting around in their pajamas all weekend. No. It, yeah. No, it was an incredibly valuable workshop, and it, like once, once the the sun rose and the angels were singing, and Jay finally realized the value of workshops like that, it was it was a good day. <laughs> Fantastic, and and yeah. while while you guys were in the middle of this discussion, we'll call it, did it carry over into your personal life, or did you put it aside when you were going to have dinner or or whatever, sitting around watching TV, relaxing? Did any of that frustration carry over? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad and it wasn't like a, a big long thing, but it was like, we would address it like once every other month or two, because mm-hmm. there was only maybe two of these workshops a year. So it would only come up like when she would get an email and she'd be like, well, this workshop. And I was like, oh God, the workshop again, you know, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. And, and so sometimes it would, but, um, again, it wasn't a, a frequent thing. It wasn't happening every day. And then, um, yeah. we, we tried to put it. It was something that would just, it would pop up, we would argue about it, and <laughs> both of us would be staunch in our position, and then we just let it go for a while. And then it, it was just kind of, you know, off and on. So it did a little bit, but not, it didn't affect our entire lives, you know? So the resolution was Jay realizing that he wanted to go to a workshop and went, oh. <laughs> yeah. Heather was right. So, yeah. So is that sort of like when we go food shopping and I, I want, or just shopping in general, and I want something, and then... We walk into Whole Foods and there's a new craft beer on tap and you realize that, oh, wait a minute, if I'm spending for a craft beer, maybe I should let Catherine get whatever she wants. I always let Catherine get whatever she wants. Pretty much. It's a smart move. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, I've got my eye on a new monitor for my computer and it's really expensive, so Mm -hmm. I'm buttering her up. (laughs) (laughs) And it happens to be on sale for Black Friday. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So – now that we've heard about your lack of entrepreneurial fights, uh, <laughs> you sound so disappointed. I am. I am. <laughs> tell tell us a little bit about the joys of working together and being together twenty four seven. That's that's what's really most important for our mm-hmm. listeners, I think. Um. Gosh. Again, one of the best parts of working together is kind of what I mentioned earlier. Just that we have really, really good communication. And so I can communicate with him and I can honestly like get frustrated, not at him, but just with certain things. And he knows, he knows me. He knows not to get weird or uncomfortable when I get stressed. He knows to kind of talk me through things. And when I'm overworked, he's able to, cause we kind of balance each other out. We're two very different people. So having someone who's almost opposite from me working so closely with me in business is so incredibly helpful because he kind of covers everything that I struggle with and vice versa. So having someone who can cover that and you have incredible communication with it's, it's invaluable. It's amazing. I think to the, uh, 
the days of like the day of the wedding. Um, and I know this isn't necessarily applicable to everybody. Um, but again, just going back to the communication because we know each other, know what to expect of one another. We can really communicate super well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I know exactly what I need to do throughout the day to make sure the groom doesn't see the bride. And I know how Heather works. So I know how to maneuver him around her and what she's doing to not see the dress or the bride or whatever it is. And, uh, that's kind of at this point now an unsaid thing. Whereas, you know, if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't us working together, you know, she'd probably have to communicate more or actually she had to shoot a wedding recently with uh, another second shooter because I had to do something else. And, and again, it was, you know, again, more communication and uh, she was stressed more going into the wedding. Um, so I think that was, I think that's a big thing is we relieve a lot of stress off one another because we know what to expect from one another. Mm -hmm. And what do you guys do to separate your family time from your business time? If anything? Oh gosh, that is one thing that, um, I personally still struggle with because I'm just coming out of a, a fall busy season. And so I literally work from sunup to sundown. Um, I think after this busy season, we'll be able to kind of take a breath and figure out how to balance. Cause I haven't, cause I just, um, I went full time, gosh, uh, a couple months ago and I, I haven't been quite able to find that balance yet. So it's sort of, they're sort of really deeply integrated right now. And so, and well, we don't have kids at the moment either. So it's very easy for us to not really separate the two. So. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of times where, um, you know, she'll be editing and I know she has to edit and I don't want to, I don't want to bother with it because I understand her deadlines. And so I'll literally just come sit on the floor in her office yeah. and just hang out with her while she edits, um, you know, cause only one can be editing at a time or whatever, but um, I'll just sit here and hang out with her and, and I mean, we, we integrate the two, but yeah. <laughs> we also have the understanding there's deadlines and we don't want, you know, we don't want to set ourselves up for failure by, you know, not, not reaching our goals. So mm -hmm. Nick, Catherine, are you picturing Jay sitting on the floor on one of those doggy pillows? <laughs> Actually, I wasn't, I, I, was. I was, I was picturing him more peeling grapes for her. <laughs> them to her on the doggy pillow no no just you know from from the little chaise lounge that kind of is low to the ground something from ikea perhaps and then peeling those grapes and feeding them to her while she was working so darn hard editing but hey i don't want to throw my own personal stuff into this yeah that's not happening darling <laughs> i have a question it has nothing to do with anything when is the latest time because you just said busy season and I, that's for i'm guessing weddings and stuff and 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 weather over there when has been the latest time somebody came up to you and said, hey, listen, we need to take our holiday photos so that I can get, you know, my cards out in time for not, you know, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> when is the latest time somebody's come up and go and says, can, can we get our photos done in the photo yeah. shoot? Um, gosh, it depends because I, again, I get that a lot and um, I sort of have to sneak those in there. Um. Usually people are good uh, at getting to me by about mid-November. I haven't really gotten anybody much later. But usually with those, I keep those sessions as short as possible. And that way I can get, them, get all the editing done in just one day and kind of just get that out and on the way. So, so you still and, haven't gotten somebody on December 20th that says, hey, I really need to get these oh out for Christmas yet. Soon, no, soon. and I would be realistic with them if they did. I'd be like... Well, <laughs> you're a little bit past, but I'll get you your photos. 
I'll get you your photos. They just might not go out in a Christmas card. That's right. That's right. Yeah. How the Christmas cards went They're late. great for Valentine's Day. That's it. Yeah. I've, got, I've gotten Christmas cards on like January 3rd. So. And do the, <laughs> send, do the senders blame the post office? They, I don't know. I don't know. I just get them on January 3rd. So, so who knows? <laughs> There's a note in it that says the post office got it to you late. <laughs> Think about that one. Yes, it, I will. It'll, it'll get you. In a, I know. In a I got it already. <laughs> so, so, guys, tell us uh, what what business books have you read that you could recommend to our listeners that oh, have really gosh. done well for you? Okay, you first. Well, I've uh, I've dove into a few that are are pretty popular. You know, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, oh my gosh! And there's another one. You know, if I have my phone here, I'll, I'll look into it real quick and see if I can remember it off the top of my head. I, I didn't get all the way through it. Um, there's one that I'm reading. It's um, it's sort of geared towards creative entrepreneurials, um, if I said that correctly. Um, it's called The War of Art. I don't remember who, uh, who it's by off the top of my head, but it's an incredible book. It's really, really motivating. It's um, I actually heard about it through another podcast, and I have started reading it. Admittedly, have not finished it yet, but it's incredibly motivating. Um, it's just all about kind of conquering this creative roadblock that a lot of um, creative professionals run into where, you know, they're like, oh, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. There's too much, et cetera, et cetera. All those things that you think about. And this book kind of helps you get over that hump. And it's been incredibly motivating to me. I absolutely would recommend it. Okay, very cool. And we've got Seven Habits, and then at some point, Jay is going to find that other book, and we will it's, have all of these. It's not like Jay knew the questions ahead of time yeah, or anything. Yeah, it's not like any of that. But that's okay. We could put them up on the show notes later. We sure can. Absolutely. <laughs> and we will. Uh, that's now, my job. Yes, your job. My job. Your job. I know. That's where we divide labor. You do the writing, and I don't know what I do. Anyway, Jay, you were, you started talking about the podcast that you're working on. It's called Overcome and Run. Is Heather involved with that in any way, shape, or form? Um, she's kind of unwillingly involved. (laughs) Not unwilling. Mostly because I am constantly talking about it and I'm constantly telling her my ideas and bouncing ideas off of her. And then, uh, she's actually taken on, and this isn't a lofty goal, but, um, we're going to compete in the, uh, 2016 world's toughest mutter, which is, um, ultimately what the, the whole podcast is about is about, um, obstacle course racing more specifically, and uh, that's a that's a that's a big deal. It's a twenty four hour race um, through the mud and, yes. and so on and so forth. And sounds uh, like fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's one of the things that I really wanted to to be kind of a, a thing I did this first year in the podcast, to just kind of solidify solidify myself as a you know I guess as an expert in the field. And um, you know when I said, "Hey, I'm doing this race," she was like, "Well, I'm in too. Let's do it." And so. Um, she's, she's going to be kind of one of my case studies, you know? So when I'm talking to the, the ladies out there yeah. who, you know, say, all right, cool. All the guys can run this, you know, 24 hour race, but how is a girl going to train for it? Well, you know, it's going to be, you know, my wife is, is a prime example of somebody who, uh, will be training and, and can, and, mm-hmm. and will be successful in running with me. So I'd be sitting on the sidelines <laughs> with a bag of popcorn drinking. <laughs> And a bag of popcorn. And a bag of popcorn. It's and quite drinking. a show, so you'd be entertained. <laughs> for 24 hours. For 24 hours, <laughs> I'd have to nap. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be able to sit there and watch for 24 hours because yeah. all they'll have around are porta-potties, and I am not going <laughs> no, to those. No, I don't do the porta-potty no, thing. No, so, yeah. that ain't happening. So, yeah, there were, there were two years that, um, uh, that I did the, uh, the three-day, the breast cancer three-day walk, which is right. 26 miles a day, um, 
three days in a row. Wow. And uh, I did that in 2006 and 2008. And both times, my darling husband would have to meet me uh, at break points. Somewhere along the route, drive up to her. Drive up to me and find, you know, a friend's house, his old office, whatever. Use a real facility and then put me back on the route and I just kept on walking. <laughs> and I put her right back in the same place where she was, which I, was always dead last. Yeah, well, that's oh. that's just me. But um, but I refused to use porta potties and, and that's our little story. So there you have it. Now people know way too much <laughs> about people us. Know way too mu- no, <laughs> people already knew way too true much love, about though. us. That's true love. Yeah, it is. So guys, Tell us, uh, or not tell us, because you know, we do care, but our ca- listeners care more. Uh, one piece of advice. Wait, why did you say it like that? I don't know. I think you're still exhausted. I am. I'm so tired. We really do care, but I think our <laughs> listeners want to know more, because we're already together 24-7 for a really long time. Yeah, I know, and I haven't stabbed you yet. Okay, go ahead. Um, finish. Um, no, you finish. If you could give our listeners one piece of advice... Working together twenty four seven, separating that out in your family. What would that What would that advice be? What is your sage wisdom? Um, it's gonna from me at least. It's gonna sound very generic, but I'll explain. Be patient. You really have to be patient with your partner because they're you both are bringing different skills to the table, and um, and those while those skills are great, you also have to kind of learn the other person's skill to really fully understand the business. And so you kind of you have to be patient as as your partner is learning how you <clears throat> excuse me as you oper- uh, as your partner is learning how you operate in business and how you kind of approach things um, in your business. So it's kind of learning how each other um, learning how one another works. It it's easy to get impatient quickly and get frustrated and say, "Oh my gosh, why don't they understand this?" But um, <clears throat> excuse me. But if you're patient, your partner will learn that, and and I don't know, they'll they'll get on board. And then if you're patient that whole time, just everything's so much better and so much easier. I, and I could see how that makes sense with you guys because Heather, you were doing photography, you had your business before Jay came along, so mm-hmm. you ha- you had your style, you had your way of doing things, and all of a sudden now you have to tell Jay how what to do, how to do it in your style while still conforming to his style. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that, that's pretty cool. That's that's some great advice. I think so too. And now let's go ahead and, and have some fun. This is where we really find out the, the true heart and soul of our guests. Tell us, guys, what is your favorite meal to either cook together or your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Mm, well... <laughs> Cooking together, that doesn't often happen. Uh, I'm not saying Heather can't cook. I'm just saying maybe she's... She chooses not to. That's my excuse. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, uh, there's not a lot of cooking together. It's it's mostly Jay cooking, but you know. Jay uh, is an excellent <laughs> cook. I will say that. I will admit that. But um, I don't know. You know, I think uh, we... Well, now in this whole new kick, we're, we're changing our whole diet yeah. habits. So we're going to see what, what our new favorites are, but... Um, I don't think we have any that we particularly cook together. Uh, your steak, he okay. So he makes steak and he makes um, red mashed potatoes, but he does it. I don't even know how he does it, but it's always delicious every single time. He does this really good marinade, and um, I, I don't even know. I that's why I always let him cook because he he's got it down. So whenever he asks me what I want, I'm like, well, can we do a steak and mashed potatoes? 
it's a classic, but he makes it really, really well. And and why should you, you know, why should you take that joy away from him? That's how I feel. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I understand. I think of it as job security. You think of it as <laughs> that in the remote, huh? That in the remote, yeah. exactly. And job security. <laughs> so I'm going to guess because now it seems like you're training, but prior to this, the question they is. They might still be able maybe. to sneak one in. Red, white, or beer? Ooh. Um Red. <laughs> and I, I don't often drink, uh, but if I do, it's definitely beer. beer. Yeah. She hasn't been able to talk me into wine yet. <laughs> I try. That's okay. It took Catherine a few years to get me to drink wine. <laughs> no, no, no. It took me a few years to get you to not drink Manischewitz as, oh, this is good dinner wine. <laughs> it is. It's great juice with a kick. It's not good dinner wine. Oh, it's no. the crap that we have to have two nights a um, year because it's required in the Bible and that's it. It says right there, you shall serve, and thou shall serveth Manischewitz wine on these two nights of the year, or thou shall be striketh down, or something like that. That's what you told me. That's what I told you, right. I translated from Hebrew for you. Translated from Hebrew for me. Well, terrific. Let's go ahead and take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and then we'll come back with our pet peeve of the day. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And we're back with the pet peeve of the day. Catherine, tell us what's going on. So Jay's got a pet peeve um, of the day. Jay, tell us, what is your pet peeve? I think the biggest pet peeve I have is people who don't respond. And uh, I think that's something that we find a lot in this business. And it's, uh, it just drives me absolutely nuts. And I will say, Jay, you guys did fantastic responding to us. Yes. Normally, we have to go send emails to people. Hey, look, we need your bio sometime five minutes before the interview. Do you think get it to it? And you guys are on a day before we were like, which was oh. Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, Thanksgiving you know, we have Day. To, we have to tell everybody that that we got it on Thanksgiving. You took a look at uh, the emails, and boom, there it was. Well, you we know, get... it's go ahead, Jay. Just, it's, it's funny because I was. Sitting there, and, and I felt so bad that I waited till Thanksgiving because we, we planned on doing it the day before, and then I, I didn't get around to it. And then I was sitting there on the couch last night, and I was filling it out. 
and I handed my phone to Heather. I was like, you know, you got to finish this up. And she's like, oh my gosh, can, I, can we do this tomorrow? I was like, no, the, the interview's tomorrow. We can't do it tomorrow. Again, he was holding me accountable. Who's <laughs> what I need. Well, that was good of him. And if you yeah. were filling it out on your phone, you know, you have the little microphone button. You could talk it through. Yeah, voice to text. It really makes it easier. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think of that, did you? Not so much. <laughs> do you want to go ahead and fill it out again? You could do it that way. <laughs> yeah, retry. <laughs> now, did we get a picture from them yet? No, we didn't. And they're photographers. Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was my bad. I didn't. I didn't necessarily know like which one she wanted to use. I'll so. have him send you one right after. So, I, you know, here's a fun another one. F- fun question. As mm-hmm. a photographer, do you guys have a selfie stick? No. <laughs> Sorry, not to be <laughs> very passionate about it, but I am not a fan of selfie sticks. Yeah, neither am I. Guess what uh, my darling husband bought, bought me sitting on my desk? Well, it's because we're going to start doing some more periscopes, and it's kind of hard to hold that phone up and get both of us in there. So you hold it up with a selfie stick, and we look like idiots walking down the street, but that's okay. Oh, it's all good. Yes. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned for our selfie stick. <laughs> so, oh, man. So, guys, thank you so much for for um, sharing with our listeners how you started in business together, how you how you brought your individual skills to this this new venture, hcophotos.com. H hco. I mean, I those aren't like it's not M and N. It's and I have to say it out. Well, HCO. why don't we find what does HCO stand for? Yeah, that's true. Um, those are my maiden initials. So my maiden name is Olson. Um, so growing up, I used to write a lot. And I would always sign everything HCO. And so HCO is like my little signature. So HCO Photos just kind of came to me when I was trying to search for a name for my business back in 2010. It just seemed pretty natural to add my signature in there. So, so Right. And so back in 2010, there was no there, – there might have been a J in the picture. Um, <laughs> there was no J in There was life, no J in right the picture, then. so she didn't have to worry about that stuff. I yeah. mean, if I were J, I would start, you know – Making motions to have her change the name. Yeah, she'll just hyphenate it, so it'll be like H C O dash B. So don't even go yeah. there with them. Yeah, Facebook just too, too complicated. Yeah, Facebook dot com forward slash H C O photos. Go ahead and uh, and like their page and on Instagram. And I bet these are great Instagrams, not like mine, just of the cats and the chickens. H C O photos, and you can get in touch with Heather at H C O photos dot com. Jay, tell us again what to look for in January. Uh, as far as your podcast goes? Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the Overcome and Run podcast. It's a podcast all about uh, obstacle course racing, fitness, nutrition, and uh, just getting out there and running on the trails. Excellent, excellent. So thank you guys so much for joining us and for sharing oh, your story. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.